Hi, once again, everybody. We welcome you to Draft Takes. I'm Bill Dunn. It is presented by IBEW Local 98. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles draft is all said and done. They've just made their seventh uh, round pick and final selection of this year's draft pick number 234. And they took Patrick Johnson, an outside linebacker slash edge rusher, out of Tulane, 6'2", 240 pounds. Um, he has the potential of being a solid backup in the league from people I just talked to. Um, he's got a lot of uh, learning to do, obviously, anytime you're a ladder-round pick, especially a seventh-round pick. Nobody's expecting him to come into the league right away and be an instant impact-type player, but people see the potential to be a solid backup and eventually to be a starter down the road, obviously depending on how the Eagles' defensive staff utilizes his skills. Uh, here's a young man, supposedly, that has a quick burst off the edge, can hold the line of scrimmage. Uh, it's good at fighting off uh, blockers. Uh, takes a little bit too long at times to shed blockers. Doesn't have the greatest lateral movement uh, to get off blockers and to go across the field to track down a ball carrier. Um, but he does have some potential there. Um, when you look at this Eagles draft right now, they went into this draft with the um, 11 draft picks. They came out uh, with nine after uh, making some moves. Um, right now, of the nine players that will be added to this roster, six are on the defensive side. And we look at one, two, three, four are considered edge rushers or defensive linemen, so to speak. So they address some of their defensive needs, but they addressed them for my liking a little bit too late in the draft. Uh, the kid Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech is going to be an interesting prospect because anytime that you get uh, a guy that high, you hope he can come in and give you some uh, some quality minutes early on in his career. Not to say that he can't, but he wasn't one of the higher um, defensive ends, D tackles uh, on the board, uh, but he does have potential. He, obviously, uh, the Eagles feel he has a potential. If they decided to take him over a linebacker um, or a, a, a secondary guy, uh, in the third round. But you have to wonder in a lot of ways uh, what Howie Roseman was thinking in terms of after the first round. Uh, he shocked a lot of us with some of the moves that he made. Uh, so it remains to be seen for a team, and in particular a defense that needs a lot of help, how many of these guys can help them. Uh, outside of the first-round pick, Devontae Smith out of Alabama, I like their uh, fifth-round selection. The running back, Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis, uh, he might be a little bit undersized, but that's okay at this point because uh, they can put some weight on him. They can bulk him up and get him up to NFL standards. But what I love about this kid uh, is he's uh, considered a finisher, a guy who can take the ball to the house anytime, anywhere on the field, and is very elusive, uh, can break tackles as well. But even more, more importantly, when you look at a lot of teams now, they like these dual combination running backs, guys that can not only run it and break it, but guys that can also catch it out of the backfield. And from what I understand, he's a pretty accomplished pass catcher out of the backfield as well. So if he is what we hope he is, he will be a nice complement in that Eagles backfield with Miles Sanders and, of course, Jordan Howard. The bigger story is, what is this receiving court going to look like? Now you have a guy who can stretch the field, uh, you have a guy who can get separation. If Devonta Smith is everything that we watched last year at Alabama, 
who had 117 catches, uh, who had over 1,800 yards receiving, 24 touchdowns, and was the Heisman Trophy winner, which is a rarity for wide receivers coming out of the college ranks. If this is a guy who can live up to expectation, he is going to be dynamite in this Nick Sirianni offense, an offense we still don't know exactly what it is or what it isn't just yet. Uh, but obviously we're going to find out soon enough. Uh, the Eagles overall making some interesting picks, uh, picking guys out of Coastal Carolina, a uh, guy out of Tulane. Um, so, you know, but they did, they did uh, surprise us. Uh, they picked three players from the SEC. You know, time and time again, we have, in the media have chastised this organization for not um, getting more players from the premier college football conference, the SEC. Well, three of their nine picks are from the SEC this year. So that part of their philosophy has changed a little bit in terms of getting players who constantly week in and week out play against the best competition within their conference. Now let's see how they translate to NFL players. Uh, the big question mark, obviously, Landon Dickerson out of Alabama. Huge specimen is 6'6", 308 pounds, but obviously has had a long list of injuries in his college career and a multiple knee injuries as well. And when you're a guy that big who relies on his lower frame to set and to, sh and to stand his ground against hard-charging defensive linemen, 300-plus pound defensive linemen, uh, your knees and your ankles are vital to your success in the National Football League. So we wait to find out because uh, from what he has told the Philadelphia media, right now he's coming off an ACL tear, which he sustained in the SEC championship game against Florida. He said right now is what he told the media in Philadelphia. He's day-to-day. -day. Uh, now, obviously, when you've recently had an ACL tear that recent, you're not going to come back that quickly. Okay, that's understandable. But luckily for him, he's not being counted on to step right in to be a starter because you still have Jason Kelsey there. Plus, while he mends up as well, uh, who better to learn from than one of the best centers in all of pro football and Jason Kelsey? You know, so if Jason Kelsey, if this is Jason Kelsey's swan song, keep in mind, Jason Kelsey for the last three years has talked about maybe it's time for him to hang up the cleats. And mentally, when you get to that mindset, you're already halfway out the door. Now, I, I can tell you this about Jason Kelsey. I've known him for a long time. Even though he may be contemplating retirement, when he steps on that practice field, when he steps on that game field, Jason Kelsey is all about his business. Jason Kelsey will give you everything he has and, and then some. Um, but obviously, Jason Kelsey is also in the twilight of his career. And so the Eagles decided, more so than taking a cornerback early on in the draft, more so than taking a young safety early on in the draft, that they better address this position now if Jason Kelsey is going to call it a career after this season, you got to have a guy to be able to step in and take over. Now, the most natural move would be move Isaiah Malu from the left guard position over to the center position. But if the Eagles are more comfortable with Isaac Sayamalu over at the left guard, then you need a center. So why not go ahead and get one and, and groom him now under Jason Kelsey and get him ready for next year? But my bigger concern is, will he be able to hold up under pressure? Will his body be able to hold up uh, with the rigors that the NFL will demand each and every week? So we sit, we wait, we watch. You know, the one thing about the NFL draft, going into a draft, is all the comments you see across social media from people talking about what they want, what they think a team needs to take, and they better do this and they better do that. And, of course, 
nine times out of 10, it never pans out the way we really want it or the way we see it. You know, uh, obviously a brain trust behind closed doors views it differently in terms of what they need at that particular moment. And of course, such is the case when it comes to a Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, Philadelphia Eagles draft. Andy Weidel, who's the head of their scouting department, said before the draft that they want to make sure they got the best players available uh, when it was time for them to draft. They did that initially. It appeared to me they got away from it for a while, and then they began to stockpile players at the defensive side, specifically the defensive line, that they hope can help them down the road. Now, obviously, when you get beyond the fifth round, you're talking about project players. But we also know that there are diamonds in the rough. I mean, standing diamonds in the rough who emerge from the latter rounds like an Antonio Brown, uh, like a Shannon Sharp, like a Tom Brady. But those are few and far in between. But almost 70% of your draft is comprised of players in those lower rounds. So hopefully the Eagles got it right. We have talked about it time and time again as media members and as you as, you as fans have talked about it time and time again how the Eagles in recent years have had more misses than hits when it comes to drafting players and hopefully building around those players at this level. Now, we know they have a new coaching staff. We knew they have a new quarterback taking over, a new mindset. And let's hope the new influx of talent that they're bringing in will also be a significant attribute to this organization moving forward, not three, four years down the road, but hopefully this year and especially next year when this team potentially has three first-round picks to add even more quality to a team that's getting younger uh, by the minute. All right, we're going to step aside for just a moment. When we come back, uh, Joe Krause is going to join me, and we're going to wrap up what the Eagles did in this uh, 2021 NFL draft and talk about the things that we liked, some of the things that we didn't like. You are on Draft Takes. I'm Derek Gunn. It is presented by... IBEW Local 98. Stay right where you are. We're coming back in just a moment.